I think it's really important to understand the difference between these energies that we so often, you know, describe as masculine and feminine. And I want to start this episode from that place. Um, It's really easy to lump gender in to this equation. Um, And whilst I'm a heterosexual um, woman, I will be speaking from that place. I I believe that my experience is my greatest authority and I believe that for all people. And so I can only speak to that in this instance. Um, And I think it's really important to understand that regardless of gender, we all have these two energies. And there's like a a nuance and um, different flavors to each of those energies within us, um, especially if you look at it from an archetypal lens, which we'll get into in future episodes. Um, But I wanted to start here because it's really important to understand, yes, there are two energies, but they also work together and we need to especially as women we need to understand both so you know regardless of gender we have both and I guess for people who are new to this concept the masculine is more connected to the solar the yang the doing the container but it's also connected to like stillness freedom consciousness, um, space, the feminine connected to the lunar, the mysteries, the unknown, the chaos, but also the yin and this idea of constant movement. Um, and I'll obviously be going deeper into these, uh, concepts and expressions as this podcast evolves. So You know, this is like a a cliff note, launch pad kind of uh, introduction to this. But um, there's this, uh, this idea that there's like a dichotomy to it, but there's also so much nuance between these and so much similarity in the difference as well. And learning how to embrace each of these uh, energies and express these energies Um, And the ways in which they show up in our lived reality as human beings is essential. But coming at it from the lens of woman, it's really, really, really important that we understand not only the feminine, but our masculine essence too. And and the way we express our masculine in a healthy way. Um, And it really fucking bothers me when... I see in my industry, which is like the wellness industry, when the masculine gets shat on and, you know, um, the patriarchy gets put down. Not saying that that hasn't got, you know, its own issues and things that need to be acknowledged and understood and processed, you know, in like the shadow side of those, those things. But we cannot blame I do not want to blame the masculine I do not want to blame the patriarchy for my experience as a woman 
In fact, I think it's really um, been a powerful thing for me to look at those things from a, a different lens and to see what they have actually brought me. And so um, this podcast is for the feminine at large, but talking about the masculine really matters because it exists within us. And so if there's a part of ourselves that we are rejecting you know, as women, as human beings, but particularly as women in this in this uh, podcast, um, it's going to persist. So anything that we reject or resist is going to persist. I'm sure you've heard that before. But unless we start to accept that part of us, then it's never going to change. And for me, this is a really important thing because when I was younger, I had my fracturing from the feminine at at quite a young age. Um, My feminine relationships were you know, somewhat uh, tarnished from about the age of eight. Um, I recently shared a story with my community about how as a young girl, um, I felt the, the lack of love from my female friends and I felt replaced. I felt completely hurt and scorned. And I feel like at some point I will share more of these stories with you. But in in that experience, I started to turn my back on the feminine. I started to shut down effectively and move towards cultivating my masculine uh, essence. I would play sport. I would hang out with the boys because I wouldn't get hurt in those situations, in those environments. And I became very proficient at doing things, at executing things, at systems, at understanding things from a different perspective. My one-pointed focus became very, very strong. And all of these things are really vital to exist in the world. So there was a lot of value on it. And I think because I was so hurt, I put all my energy into this and it created fruits. But then also when it came to later in my life and I had to look back on these things, it also was like the greatest source of pain and transformation because once I started to accept all of these uh, experiences for what they were and how sad and how painful they were, um, my life began to change. And I feel like so many women... um, are maybe not in the same position as me or had the same story, but, you know, are at a point where they want to cultivate or learn or remember, because it really is, it's a a remembering of piecing these parts of ourselves back together. They want to remember the feminine mysteries. They want to remember what it is to live with the power and the sovereignty that comes with being woman and, I can see why so many reject the masculine to come back to this place. But my invitation and I guess my experience too as a a guide, as a space holder, as a teacher, has been so valuable because of the masculine um, that I've cultivated, that healthy masculine relationship that I've cultivated with myself um, has allowed me to open and to hold the space 
and to go to the depths that I needed to, to feel the sadness, to feel the grief, to feel the pain of the fracture of the feminine that I um, that I lived through, that I'm healing through and, and making whole now. And I know that I'm not alone in this and yet there's still um, this idea that we have to push something away in order to move closer to something rather than opening ourselves up more and more to to what is so like loving what is and I think this also like connects deeply to our idea of intuition because if you relate or identify more with the masculine as a woman, like which I understand because a lot of our um, success in business and you know just functioning in the way our society operates requires us to have this really masculine um, savvy and know-how. But our intuition is like our superpower as women. And I believe that when a woman is really connected and trusts and follows her intuition, her life really transforms. And that has been my experience. And only because I had rejected it so many times and my life did not go smoothly. And maybe you're nodding your head along to this too. Like how many times had you felt something and then quickly talked yourself out of it or let someone else talk you out of it or let someone call you crazy or maybe you call yourself crazy for having this feeling, this feeling that moved completely through your whole body or just in your gut and, you know, lo and behold, you did what you thought you should do and the feeling was true at the end of the day or in the end of the situation you found yourself in or the bad relationship, whatever it might be, um, the feeling you had was true. And I really wonder, like, what would our life be like as women if we could just implicitly trust what we feel? No questions, no hesitation, like, this is what I feel and I'm following that. And this is my deepest wish for every single woman, to know this as her reality, to know this with every fibre of her being. And so it really begins through feeling and the body and being open to the present moment and to what's happening within. And this is where it circles back to like the masculine. So if we are able to create in our own space, in our own selves, like a safe container where we can open and soften and and drop into the truth of our reality we can get ourselves to this place. And I know that it's really valuable to be able to do this with others. And like, you know, I have a job for a reason and I really enjoy holding this, but like what I've always wanted is for my clients to be able to do this for themselves, to find this uh, way of regulating themselves and um, deepening the relationship with self. And so I see this being such a pivotal piece of like 
well, instead of turning the back on our masculine qualities, how can we harness them and integrate them so that when we come to uh, cultivating our feminine essence that's more fluid and expressive and the full range of our expression, that we feel safe to do that. Mm. And like I said before, like this is all really important because it's through our bodies that we know as women, not with our mind. So it's like holding both ends in our experience and knowing how to dance between both of them. Um, and unlike men, or the way in which the world wants us to express, it's really important for women or those who resonate with having a more feminine essence to connect to what they feel. It's really important that we do that. And, you know, like me as a child and like so many of us, I hear stories about how we push down our feelings, which is common in men also, but a lot with women. Um, and like we think that we can express our emotions, but can we actually express the full spectrum of our emotions as women? Like, is it, are we able to, how do I say this clearly? Show our full anger, show our full sadness, grief, you know, horror. Because so many of us have the narrative of that's too much. That's not, that's not likable. That's not how we should be. You know, even with joy, like showing our full joy, our full pleasure, how much we love, you know, this idea of too much, of like boxing everything in and down. And I really believe like having safe spaces, these masculine containers within our day, we can create that for ourselves or like women's circles and spaces like this where we are held in something that's divinely masculine that allows everything to exist um, is important for us to practice expressing this range. And, you know, it takes time. It is a practice to express this full spectrum of emotion because as one of my teachers says, like that's the gift of the feminine to like express the full range of what we feel through our bodies and through our hearts. Mm. And this is where the dance between both comes because being able to feel this first requires the safe space in the container. Then we drop into the feeling, but then also being able to articulate that with our bodies is one thing, but then being able to speak that into existence with clarity that comes from the feeling first is really part of, it's like a masculine quality, it's like to be to the point, to be clear. And I, and I see this a lot with women that I work with. It's like we, and my own experience too, like this rambling that can happen because A, we've not felt safe to feel we've not felt something it's not coming from our body and then when we go to speak it it's like oh my god this is the first time I'm speaking and like I've never felt safe enough to articulate how I'm feeling I've never had anyone listen to me before there's never been a, a container to speak into and so the whole thing can kind of get washed up in the feminine at large 
when really it's learning to move between both and be fluid and integrated in our expression as a human being. I also want to highlight this correlation between uh, intuition and, and pleasure. So like this idea of intuition is to, you know, listen and to feel and to respond from the body's knowing and to be in accord with like our instincts without a need for cognitive uh, reasoning. Yeah, but this is also like so intertwined with our pleasure, which is for women our power. And I don't mean a power as in like a force over something or someone else, but a true genuine power and presence. And so like accessing our pleasure, you know, we must form this like allegiance and trust with our bodies and a relationship and like cultivate a relationship with intuition is to have the ability to understand or to know something without any direct evidence or reasoning process. I'm just going to like say that again one more time. It's to have a relationship with intuition is to have this ability to understand or to know something without any direct evidence or reasoning process. It just is. And we don't question it. It just is. And so to move intuitively is to, like I said before, is to listen, feel and respond from our body's knowing and to be in accord with this instinct without this cognitive reasoning, you know, which is so drummed into us, so drummed into us, so drummed into us um, in our culture Um, because it's celebrated. It's celebrated, it's revered and you know, feeling is not. And we are at a point in time where that is, is changing um, beautifully in all human beings. It is changing um, slowly but surely. And of course, there is like this need for a greater discourse around this topic. So nothing is like black and white. But for now, I just want to invite you to perhaps like call to tie, uh, call to mind, sorry, um, a moment when you just knew something, you know, I mentioned this before, like a moment when you knew something and ignored it later to find out that the feeling was right. Yeah, just imagine that or remember that moment. And then like close your eyes, take a deep breath in and a slow breath out. And if you need to press pause on the episode and do a couple more of those so that you can like drop into your body, drop down into your belly, drop down into your heart. Now I want you to imagine what it would be like to live your life without questioning it, without questioning your intuitive guidance no matter how crazy this might seem to anyone else or even to yourself, like what would your life look and feel like if you lived this way? What would your life look and feel like if you were living in your power, living in accordance with your pleasure and your intuition? 
And like these are questions I'm constantly exploring in my own life and questions that I pose to all women. Because like it's not easy to like, okay, I'm going to let pleasure lead. Okay, that's that's what I'm doing now. It's is so much information that's been drummed into us to tell us that that is not okay. That is not possible. Life doesn't work that way. It, life has to be hard. You have to work hard to get where you want. It can't be easy. You know, so like, what would your life look and feel like if you lived like this? Hmm. And in later episodes, I'd love to share more with you about ways in which we can get in touch with our intuition. But for today, I want to leave you with those questions. Because if you're anything like me, you can get overloaded and stimulated with all of these concepts and ideas, but not actually do anything with them. And so going slow has been something that I've been really focusing on a lot in my own practice, in my own life and allowing this time to like connect dots through my lived experience. Mm. And, you know, that's what I want to create for you in this, you know, relationship we are cultivating me and you, the listener, like how we can actually start to create this shift in the way that we live, in the way that we show up. And, you know, we get to choose how we want to be. And so I'm just going to leave you with that today. And um, we'll see what happens in the next episode.